Welcome to your Coach on Demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist and executive coach and a former radio talk show host. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Kofsky, who is a technology journalist and author and also is a former talk show host. We invite you to give a listen, try out some of the action steps we recommend, and we think you'll be glad you did. Dr. Greg, we're going to talk today about one of the episodes in your very, very colorful life, which which was almost a little too colorful. In fact, it was life-threatening, not just for you, but for thousands of people. Tell us where you were and what happened. Right, that's right, Steve. I was uh, stuck in New Orleans uh, during and after Hurricane Katrina, and I'd been there a couple of days before the hurricane struck and was there four days after, until four days after, when I managed to escape from New Orleans. And uh, it, it really taught me a lot about leadership, and particularly, well, leadership in crisis situations, but really what are the fundamentals of, of leadership when it's when every all the uh, normal uh, uh, structures of society, all the landmarks are swept away as they were in Katrina during New Orleans, how do you lead yourself out of that situation? So first, paint the picture for us a little bit. We all saw the news clips. We, we saw some very poignant moments. We saw these, you know, people hanging on for dear life on the, on the tops of their houses in, these, in the deluge. But, but uh, yeah, you know, you were in a luxury hotel. You, you were, you know, living the high life. How bad did things really get for it, you? It got really bad, Steve. Uh, luxury hotel, four-star hotel, but uh, there was no water. There was uh, very little food. Uh, you couldn't open the windows. It was hot, and there was no air conditioning, of course. Uh, and uh, there was no civil authority on the on the ground. And that was the the worst part, Steve. That uh, you didn't know uh, you I, you couldn't see any police. There were no uh, uh, national guard. There were no Red Cross people. The storm happened on a Monday. It was a Friday before they actually showed up. So it was there was it was a free for all. And people were looting stores right in your neighborhood. And I believe you had a moment that was really like, to me, it was like a scene from The Shining where you woke up in that hotel and you were pretty much all by yourself. Right. There was a plan to evacuate the guests on Thursday. Uh, I, I woke up and uh, went downstairs and there was absolutely nobody else but me in that hotel. I looked over at the front doors and they were chained and padlocked shut. So I had been uh, I had been abandoned in this four-star luxury hotel. How that happened, I don't know. Uh, but finally managed to... Uh, uh, as I was standing there, saw some police officers on the street, motioned them to, and they, they yelled out, there's somebody there. So I went into the garage, went out, found I could get out to the garage, told the police to come back there. I talked to them. I asked them what happened to the people. They had no idea. I asked them what I should do. They said, you should go to the convention center. And I'd heard reports about that already. And I said, well, can you give me a ride down there? And they said, no, we can't. Because if we drive these police vehicles down there, we'll, we'll draw gunfire. And I said, you're kidding, right? And you want me to walk down there, but you won't drive. And you're, and they got in the cars and they left. They pulled out of the garage. And I've been waiting for four days, Steve, for the national uh, government, the state government, the local government, the Red Cross, somebody for the hotel management to take the leadership to get me out of there. And standing in that garage by myself in the heat with the police just pulling out and leaving me was the low point for me. And it was that point that I switched over and said, you know what, man, if you're going to get out of here, you're going to get out of here on your own devices. Nobody else is going to get you out of here. And and that's what I... realized I, you were just completely alone. Completely alone. And that's when I made what I call the leadership switch. Now, uh, psychologists talk about external locus of control versus internal. In other words, external locus of control is you're always looking outside of yourself for direction or leadership. Internal, you switch inside. And so I stopped looking outside of myself 
for uh, rescue and started looking inside of myself. And so that's the first action step or true learning that I got from this, and that is that accessing, trusting, and acting on your own gut instincts is the very, very first step in becoming a good leader. And if you can't do that, it doesn't matter what, how many leadership books you read, you're not going to be a great leader. So at, being able to access, act, trust, and act on your own gut-level instincts. Now, you must have found something inside there because you're here today. Yes. You got out. Tell us, what did you do? How did you do it? Well, you mean how did I actually escape? Yes. I'll, I'll tell you, um, I had to overcome one of my weaknesses, and that's another point here. Um, Without resolving your own weaknesses, you, you will not be able to develop your full leadership potential. And one of my weaknesses was asking for help and just being helpless, being in a helpless position and walking up to strangers on the street who are loading a car and saying, I'm stuck here. Are you guys leaving town? If you are, can you take me with you? And that, and they said no. But it took a lot for me to do that. It's like normal, I wouldn't do that. And I don't like being in a helpless position. Right. But I finally did find the CBS news crew, and I you know, did some work for CBS in San Francisco and managed to get a ride with one of the CBS crews out of town uh, and then got uh, another ride and finally got so, myself so the, out. So the, the first folks that you asked were the police, and they said no, and right. you, you went to the next— Strangers. So, so you had to uh, uh, not only overcome that fear, but you, you had to be very dogged in doing right. so. Right, and as I got this ride from the CBS crew, uh, as I was standing on the street, I heard them talking about maybe uh, there were some elderly relatives that a senior CBS exec wanted them to go get at the convention center. So while they were having this discussion, I went over and put my bags in the back of this van, figuring it'd be harder for them to throw me out than to prevent me from getting in. So that that second thing, that uh, without resolving your weaknesses or addressing your weaknesses in some way, you will not be a great leader because for me, being helpless and having to depend on the kindness of strangers in New Orleans was very, very difficult. Now, the third key factor I learned there, Steve, is that learning to be a leader is an experiential process. It's not just something that you can read about by reading books about great leaders. Um, you can't get it from listening to podcasts, though. Let's be clear about can't. that. You can't. Well, this is an experiential process, listening okay. to a podcast, uh, uh, that directly experiencing a personal challenge or even a crisis enables you to fully maximize that leadership potential. I think things like Outward Bound or those kinds of experiences where you've got to depend on are great for this. So becoming a leader is an experiential process, number three. Uh, Number four that I found is that the ability to deal with reality is key in terms of leadership lessons. So you have to develop the ability to keep up with a fast-changing reality. I myself experienced many times in New Orleans my head saying, this isn't supposed to be happening now. This is not supposed to be happening now. Uh, the uh, police are not supposed to be walking by watching looters loot a Walgreens store. Uh, and so what I found is that as the quicker I could shift and go, okay, this is a changed reality. Forget about what you thought was going to happen. Just deal with what you're finding in front of you right now and how, you know, how are you going to use that information to help yourself that was a key. So that's another one of those keys in terms of developing your leadership potential. The ability to deal with a quickly changing reality 
is key and not getting hung up on this isn't supposed to be happening now. And we've covered that in another podcast where we've really gone in depth in how reality can sometimes blow your mind. Exactly right. Uh, But it is, as you've said, the people who can adjust very quickly to those changes in reality, integrate them and, and make decisions based on the new reality. Those are the folks who are survivors that's Both exactly right. in the business world and in the real world. That's exactly right. And that's a, a skill that you can work on developing. And, and the fifth uh, leadership lesson that I drew from this, Steve, is never hand over complete responsibility for your situation to an authority figure. Uh, don't naively trust authority figures as if you were trusting God or some omnipotent being. Uh, they will do their best, but they have their own self-interest at heart as well. Uh, and that you always need to hold on to some quotient of responsibility for yourself and your situation and never ignore your leadership instinct. So I passively uh, depended on all these other characters that they were going to figure it out. So I didn't have to really do anything but, but hang in there. And that was one of those lessons as a leader. You never hand over complete authority for your situation or yourself to any any other authority figure. So in all of these instances, in all five of these points, you really have to overcome your own human nature. That's exactly right. And and say, I'm in extraordinary circumstances. I need to take extraordinary action and then find that within yourself. That's exactly right. And that's why you're here today, and we're very glad you are. Thank you, Steve. For Dr. Greg Ketchum, I'm Steve Kofsky. This is your Coach On Demand. And finally, if you'd like to get in touch with your comments or questions, just send me a note at drgreg at talentplanet.com. That's dr. G-R-E-G at talentplanet.com. Thanks. I'm sure this is a very touching scene, but it's getting uh, dreadfully maudlin.